calling out to the Itascacita community. It's time for your Itascacita Library advanced copy. Get your notes and news now. Hello Itascacita community and welcome to Love Your Library Month and Black History Month and American Heart Month. I promise I won't list them all. There are so many of them. In this episode, Staff member Kimberly and her husband talk about American Heart Month and the importance of knowing CPR. As part of Love Your Library, we asked a few of our patrons one word they think of when they think of the library. And we'll highlight a few of our upcoming programs and services, plus news at the Itascacita branch. In fact, some of you may have seen photos on our social media of the new service desk and changes to our collection. Adam B. suggested an iSpy to help patrons learn the changes to the library when we are able to welcome the public back in the building. And I have to say, I've been thinking about that. But as of now, we have no word of buildings reopening. We appreciate your patience and are glad you came along with us on virtual programming and curbside service. This past year, We've really found the meaning of that part of the Harris County Public Library mission that says, Beyond Our Walls. Meet the Harris County Public Library app. The future is in your hands, or at least in your phone. Available for all smartphones, you can check the catalog, place holds, pick up holds, Print from library printers to pick up through curbside service? Tie all family library cards together and so much more. Visit your favorite app store today and put the future of your reading, listening, and watching in your hands. Hello listeners, this is Kimberly with the Atascacita Branch Library. Did you know that February is Heart Health Month? You know, of course, that you should be eating a healthy, nutritious diet and exercising to improve your heart health. But what I want to talk about is heart attacks and the importance of CPR training. According to the American Heart Association, 475,000 people die annually from cardiac arrest in the United States. Heart Health Month is very near and dear to my heart because on February the 11th, 2017, my husband had a sudden, no warning, massive heart attack in our home. I immediately called 911 and they ordered me to begin CPR. CPR, or cardiopulmonary resuscitation, is an emergency life-saving procedure performed when the heart stops beating. Fortunately for my husband, I have taken CPR classes every two years since 2007. You can save a life in an emergency situation, you just have to be willing to act. These are the steps for hands-only CPR according to the American Red Cross. If you find an unresponsive person, check the scene and the person. You want to check to make sure that the scene is safe. Tap the person on the shoulder and see if they are okay. And look for signs of rhythmic, normal breathing. If there's no response from the victim when asked if they are okay, you want to call 911 or ask a bystander to call for help. If the person is unresponsive and not breathing, you'll want to perform hands-only CPR. Now, from my experience, the 911 operator will walk you through the process. With hands-only CPR, there is no need to remember the counts or even breathe for the patient. 
you will push hard and fast on the center of the chest at a rhythm to the beat of classic BG song, Staying Alive, until you see obvious signs of life, like breathing, another trained responder or EMS professional can take, it, take over, or you're too exhausted to continue, or if an AED becomes available or the scene becomes too unsafe for you to continue. You never know when emergency will happen, so I highly encourage everyone to take a CPR class. Check to see if your employer offers CPR classes or check with redcross.org to find a class near you. Earlier, I spoke about my husband who survived a near-fatal heart attack in 2017, and I actually have him here with me today to talk about his survival and about what's going on to keep him going these days. So, Marion, say hello to our listeners. Hello to our listeners. (laughs) (laughs) So, tell everybody uh, listening about your device. Well, uh, I have a LDAV, which stands for Left Ventricle <laughs> Assist yeah. Device, which is a very hard word to say, like Left, left Ventricular, ventricular Assist Device. device. Uh, it is a bit of a tongue twister. To be very brief, it's a heart pump. It's kind of like a jet turbine miniaturized in my chest that uh, connects the bad parts of my left side of my heart, that's the left side L- LVAD. So what it does is it pushes the blood around the damaged parts of my heart. So in essence, it comes in through my body, through my stomach. It is permanently attached to me. So there is a power cord uh, that runs into my body and up to my heart where the, the turbine is, which is also connected to two batteries that I wear externally. There's various ways to wear them. I wear them in a bag, in a backpack, in running shorts. There's a bunch of different ways. Of course, when I sleep at night, a lot of people ask me, do you sleep on the batteries? Do you, are you connected to this? Yes, I am permanently connected to this. This never comes off my body, and it is running 24-7. So it's been running for 24-7 for 365 days for the last four years. So this is a, a long-term device. It runs on, again, batteries during the day, and it runs in, on electricity at night. I, as my wife likes to say, I have to plug it into the wall at night like a vacuum cleaner. So... Uh, yes, if the power goes off at night, I do have to jump up and put my batteries on. Uh, but we, we wake up pretty quickly because the alarms are loud enough to uh, wake the living dead. So what's the main question, the most asked question you get about being an LVAD patient? Bathing. Can I take a bath? One. And can I take a shower? Two. Uh, yes, I can take a shower. I, I, I don't go through my entire last four years without ever taking a shower because my wife would probably not be very happy with me. Uh, I would agree with that. I have a specialized, there's specialized bags that my batteries go into. And no, you cannot be plugged into the wall whenever you take a shower. So uh, you must be on battery power into the specialized waterproof bag. Uh, and then there are specialized water tight barrier uh, tagoderms that we put over the site because it is a sterile site that leads into my body. So we don't want uh, water and other contaminants getting into that line because that line does go directly to my heart. So, yes, I can shower. Yes, it does take specialized equipment. But taking a bath is not a thing. No, taking a bath, uh, It most people put it this way, would you take a bath with your cell phone or a, a toaster oven? You're not going to submerge your battery or your electronics in water. Besides the fact, again, it's an open port in my body. 
So if I soak in water, water gets into the port, can't be damaging because it does, again, go directly to my heart. So pools are out. Pools are probably not a good idea. There has been known people have jumped into water to save their kid and survived the incident, but uh, I don't recommend doing that unless it's a life or death situation for somebody else. No, no. So for Heart Health Month, what would you say you've learned about heart health when it comes to, you know, being a cardiac patient? One, listen to your doctors. They are there as much as you may not want to think of it. They're there for your own good. And take your medication correctly because that's probably the number one uh, thing. I'm on blood thinners, which keeps my pump working at a particular consistency. If you don't take your medication correctly, it's probably going to kill you. Uh, Same thing with once I get on the transplant list, take your medication correctly because if you don't take your antivirals correctly, you will die. So take it seriously. Like she said earlier, um, CPR and the Red Cross, exercise, eat correctly, those kind of things definitely do play a a major part into the way you... How about preventative measures such as regular checkups? Yes. Don't take it for granted, especially you guys out there. Uh, You're not invincible, especially when you're under 40. You think you can live forever and nothing's ever going to affect you. If somebody would have told me four years ago that this was going to be my life today, that I was going to have a sudden, massive, no warning uh, heart attack that should have killed me, uh, I would have said you're crazy. You know, guys... I had a stress test. It was scheduled for 11 days after my heart attack. Do we know if that stress test would have found the issue with my heart? Probably. So I probably may have probably still had a heart attack. I might have still had to have stents or other cardiac corrective measures done, but maybe not a massive somebody telling my wife that she's going to be a widow uh, type heart attack. So I do take it very seriously. And again, CPR. If my wife did not know CPR, I would not be here. I mean, yes, the 911 people will walk you through it, but that's somebody trying to tell somebody that's never done it before how to do it versus somebody that at least has done it in simulation on a dummy uh, before and not your dummy. Yes, he can see I'm laughing and smiling at him. So, yes, take CPR if you can. Because you never know when you're going to need that skill. And it's better for you to be overly prepared than underprepared because there would have never been a day that we would have thought that the first person, the first real dummy that my wife had to do CPR on was me. And I can just assure you that doing CPR in real life is nothing like what you see on the TV. So... That's why I encourage everyone to take CPR and actually have hands-on experience simply because what you see on those medical shows and dramas and reenactments, are ne- it's never like it really is. Something that I learned that I had never, ever seen on TV was uh, a thing called agonal breathing, and that's an irregular breath. And it's not really a breath. On him, it sounded like he was snoring. So I thought... Oh, he is breathing, but there were such long gaps between each breath that I didn't realize that he really wasn't breathing. But fortunately, I must have said it in the right way for the 911 operator to understand what I was saying or explaining was that he was having agonal breathing. And so because of that, 
the 911 operator ordered me to begin CPR, and that's ultimately what saved his life until the fabulous paramedics in our area uh, resuscitated him. Another thing, everybody, like you said, the video dramas that you see on TV of the guy clutching his chest and sweating and, oh my gosh, I'm having a heart attack. No, it doesn't always happen that way. Yes, it can happen that way. Yes, some people go into heart failure for a long time and they have the trouble breathing and walking and some people go to cardiac. All that is true. It can happen, but it's not like they show on TV. You don't necessarily, you're going to just go, oh, my heart is, oh, I have a chest pain. Oh, I'm sweating. And then have a heart attack. And also whenever they do CPR on you after you have a heart attack, you don't just pop up and say, the world's fine and dandy and go home. So take it seriously. Take your heart seriously because you only get one of them. And otherwise they got to replace it like me. Don't think anybody wants to go through heart transplant if you don't have to. So remember, it's not a simple thing. Your life changes forever, becomes a new normal for you. It's never like they show on TV. So you mentioned that you're talking about replacing your heart. So the next step for you is going to be a heart transplant? Yes, it is. Uh, I'm currently on the transplant list. Um, I've been on there for two years. A lot of what the way I, my position works in the UNOS, which is how they uh, list you, is blood type. Uh, my condition, uh, many, there's a lot of different factors going into there. I'm an O positive heart, so it will take longer for me to get a heart just because uh, what everybody knows, O positives are the universal donors, but they are not the universal receivers. Anybody can take an O positive heart. However, an O positive can only take an O positive heart. So uh, people always ask me, when are you going to get a transplant? I could literally, while we're sitting here having this conversation and talking about heart health, the hospital could call me and I would have to leave to go to the hospital. So there is no time. There is no, it could be in the middle of the night. It could be any time, any moment uh, that you could get the call to go get a transplant. All right. So thanks for uh, coming on to our podcast today. Talk about heart health. Hopefully uh, the message will get out there to take care of your heart, not just during the month of February, but all year long. Thanks so much. Thanks. You've been listening to Atascacita Library Advanced Copy. Love your library. We asked a few of our patrons to give us one word when they think of the library. A few of those one words sparked entire conversations, and here are a few of the things they shared with us. First word that comes to mind when I think about the Atascacita Library is home. Interactive. Home. Fun. It's amazing. Period. No, that stuff matters. It's just having fun and enjoying what you enjoy. Whether that's art, whether that's memes, whether that's playing video games, or whether that is creating a podcast. This is a place where you can get away from those stressful things and kind of refocus yourself on what's most important. Anything they would be curious about, just like literally anything, whether it be history, science fiction, any of that, that it's all there. I get to, when we have people and we have activities and such, I get to hang out uh, with people who like the same things I do, like the same books I do. It's just a lot of fun. 
Look out for these upcoming programs. The whys and whens of car maintenance introduces us to foundational maintenance items, what they do in their specific systems, and why they should be changed. After the presentation, there will be a Q&A session. This program is open to adults and teens and will take place in Microsoft Teams on February 19th at 5 p.m. Please register online so we can send you the Teams link. Hey guys, this is PJ. Join us Monday, February the 22nd on Atascacita Library's Facebook and Instagram pages as Professor Randall Kelso of South Texas College of Law Houston unravels our constitution. I'm going to be talking in this video about four different things. First, what is the process by which the U.S. Constitution gets amended? Second, a little history on the 27 amendments that have been um, successfully uh, proposed and added to the U.S. Constitution over the last 200 plus years. Uh, third, I talk a little bit about why today it seems so difficult to think about adding any new amendments, why uh, that seems such a daunting task today. Uh, and then fourth, though, I am going to propose uh, a possible new 28th Amendment to the Constitution uh, dealing with term limits on Supreme Court justices. This month, ages 8 through 12, we'll be discussing The Canyon's Edge by Dusty Bowling on Microsoft Teams as part of the book habit. First, you'll want to register online. Next, use our curbside service to come and check out a copy of the book and pick up your craft kit. On the day of the program, you'll receive a Microsoft Teams link to the meeting at the email address provided in registration. Registration opened on January 25th. This month, STEM Club will learn all about scratch coding by programming a rocket that defies gravity. Scratch is a free website from MIT where people of all ages can create and design animations with block coding. Pick up a STEM Club kit at curbside starting February 15th, and be sure to join us on Facebook or Instagram at 4 p.m. for a how-to video. Don't forget to ask about our book bundle for this month's activity. Grab a few to go with your STEM Club kit. For chat and code this month, they're going to dive into beginner intro to JavaScript with a tutorial from FreeCodeCamp.com. FreeCodeCamp offers many tutorials in different programming languages. Join Marissa February 11th at 6.30 p.m. on Facebook or Instagram for a step-by-step -step video tutorial. Be sure to check out our database, newly named O'Reilly for Public Libraries. Formerly Safari Books Online, O'Reilly provides a fresher interface and offers more than just IT and technical computing books. With curated courses and videos to help advance your career or to learn new skills. Access this database with your library card to get started. Thank you for joining us for Atascacita Advanced Copy. We'll see you again later this month with more news about Love Your Library and things going on at the Atascacita branch. You've been listening to Atascacita Library Advanced Copy. Find information on media used and resources mentioned on our podcast webpage. This podcast is produced by the staff of Atascacita Branch Library, a part of the Harris County Public Library System. Funds for the podcast are provided by a grant from Best Buy through the Friends of Atascacita Library. Find out more about this 501c3 organization at foal.ws. That's F-O-A-L dot W-S.